Greetings and welcome back to the O'Toole Podcast. This is your host, Matt. As always, we thank y'all for coming through, catching the vibes, and being enlightened through literature. Ooh. All right. So this is how today's episode is. It's uh, it's very... I'm excited, one, because I've been trying to get this person on the podcast for some time now. It's, we talked about it ever since, really, season one. But, you know... Things happen. So, I met this young lady. Gross, right? Yes. I don't even really know if it was officially gross, but I just know that we was there. Yeah, I think it was gross. Yeah. Yeah. And from then, you know, just seeing each other throughout this young adulthood and keeping it cordial, keeping it, you know, sincere when we interact, you know, it's okay. it's always cool to to engage with Lady Cherish, what's good? What's up, Matt? Man. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Yes, it's sir. my pleasure. I'm glad that you're here. And listen, I'm going to drink to it. Y'all know I'm on a tiny port. I ain't even I'm just on the port. She, yeah, she's. <laughs> yes. Like I said, I, I'm just been cool and a blessing to to know you and to be able to have you on the platform with this particular episode. Now, listen, ladies and gentlemen, y'all know, I don't be knowing what we talk about before we sit down. I literally do not know. And Cherish saw that real life <laughs> before we started recording. Right. And, you know, I just, you know, you gotta, you gotta make sure everything's flowing and right. you gotta make sure everything can be relatable, yes. you know, in the moment. So, we chose... Exactly. Yeah. And we chose act like a lady, think like a man. Um, one, it was on my docket. I read it. So, yes, we need to talk about it. And out of, you know, the choices that we had, this this was definitely most relatable. And we all know Steve Harvey. American TV host, actor, writer, producer, and comedian. We we know the Kings of Comedy. We know the Steve Harvey Show. We know Family Feud. We know now Judge Steve Harvey. You gotta go wrong. For sure. Like, what is it? Little little brain, the brainiacs, little the little kids. Oh yeah. He got that little show. He not <laughs> little show. He got that it. show. Right, right. But. We are also familiar with the the movie adaptation to this book, you know, Think Like a Man, Think Like a Man 2. Both I found pretty entertaining. Yeah. 
If you didn't find it entertaining, I, why are you having such a harsh sense of humor? Like it's right. it's a good family type movie. Right, right. Because it has a lesson. You know, it ties back into at the end. So both of the movies, you know, like if you read the book, if you read the book, you can see the difference, of course, between text and movie, but. If you did not read the book, you could still, like Sherry said, get a lesson of how you interact with your mate, how right. you, you know, what is expected of you and how you respond to those expectations, how you define what it is you want, how you try to, you know, fend off necessary, you know, unnecessary evils. You know, it's just something to think about. And no, not everybody's relationship is. Nobody's relationship is perfect. Let's right. start there. But, and you no know. relationship is the same. Exactly. So, you t- you could take this book with a grain of salt, or you can really, I ain't going to say so much as eternalize it, but. Consider it. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's fitting for your situation. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he does list a few different scenarios, you know what I'm saying? So it's not only, like, one perspective on one relationship. Exactly. There's, like, four different relationships, right? Exactly. Let's run, can we? I don't know if I can run those down off my memory. Uh, You got... Nope, I ain't even going to do it. <laughs> I ain't even going to do it. Oh, I think we, we could. <laughs> we could. But I think we're going to talk about more of those throughout this conversation. Yeah. So... Yeah, strap in. Act like a lady, think like a man. It's as I wrote it, I knew that, you know, the conversation was gonna get kinda wild. So <laughs> let's let's let this be a disclaimer. I am a married man. I am happily married and I'm not concerned about implementing any of the knowledge, well, some of the knowledge that's in this book. And I want this to be known. We're just talking. <laughs> we having a conversation. So yeah. Yeah, let's start with the mindset of a man. You know, okay. what drives men? Mind you, a man doesn't have to make a lot of money right now as long as he sees his dreams being realized. The title is clear to him. His position is leading him in the direction of the place he wants to be. And he knows the money will come. Then he can rest a little easier, recognizing that he's on the verge of becoming the man he wants to be. Men are very goal-oriented. Be honest. Like, yeah. we are very goal-oriented. When we see something, and as I would like to call it, tunnel vision, when we lock in on that particular goal, that's where our energy is going to go. That's what we want to do. We're not so much as concerned about the miscellaneous noise in the backgrounds of our lives. Right. We are trying to get it. Yeah. Once you have that vision locked in, then you are focused on it. Right? Yes. Yes. And, I mean, how... I know April, I'm going to talk... I'm going to speak right. You know, she ain't here to say whatever. But <laughs> I know she's not a fan of when I get locked in like that. Okay. Because I'm prone to, like I said, that's all I see. And it's not to say I'm neglectful of my wife, but I'm not as engaged. Into other things that's like aside from, 
like feelings and just yeah. how you doing, like <laughs> how you how day. You doing? That's simple. Not how you doing, like how your day going, like all of those extra things. Like I'm just so locked in, and I've before we got married, I know that I used to do that a lot. I was, I was, I was hustling, but it's like you, know, you used to zone out a lot before y'all got married, don't you? like that. Define zone out. Like when you say you used to do that a lot, you were saying like you used to be, get get locked in on something and just focus on that. And block out everything else. I work all day. Mm. Then once I get off, it's time to go to bed. I'm not talking. Like, okay. Then I get up early, go back to work, and cycle that. But then when I'm off, I'm tired. <laughs> so, like, when you operating like that, do you consider, like, how is that making her feel? You know not at saying? the moment, no. Because I'm, it's, I want to go. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. You're not, that consideration of how that other person feeling it may it may hit you but again it doesn't outweigh your mission and that's just that matter at, pres- at the time it doesn't exactly yeah. until you obtain like you said you don't have to obtain the goal but i need to i need to lock into a point where i see something happening and then once i can see that silver lining so yeah. what's up? <laughs> uh, but see, by that time, it might be too late, you know? It, it may be. Right, right. So, I guess, it, you know, you would have to try to incorporate a balance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you would have to get out of your comfort zone and just thinking that it can be okay like that, mm-hmm. you know? Because you have to tell yourself, like, okay, you know, this is making her feel like this. So, you know, if if you love her, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Not if you love her. I know you love her. You know what I'm saying? I understand. And, yeah, if it's worth it to you, you know, then you would, you know, be like, okay, I may be a little tired right now. You know what I'm saying? But let me stay up for extra five minutes. And, then, you know what I'm saying? Women, we don't expect much. It's just be a little thing. You know what I'm saying? Let me stay up for extra five minutes. So let me just, like, maybe send some flowers. All you got to do is go online and get some flowers sent. Stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? When you are in that phase where you zoned out, you know, because mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure it's not 100% like that all the time. Of course not. So in those times, then, you know what I'm saying, just make those small gestures. It's just about, you know, you got to tell yourself that, okay, you know, she don't like it, so it's not right, obviously, because we need to be on the same page. And when y'all not on the same page, then that means it ain't right at the time. So, you know. Like I said, extra five minutes. Just come home. Extra that could you know it's about the little you know little baby steps, the small progressions. And it's so easy to say it's the little things, but it's like when you're not attuned to catering to the little things, it become big things to it. And I'm not. not What say again? Like when you're not in tune to catering to the little things, Mm -hmm. like. It becomes a big thing for somebody else, like, and yeah. I can't talk on me specifically like that. But for another man, you might feel like in his mind, oh, gotta do this. To her, it's a little thing. To him, it's just like a chore. Okay. You feel me? And I mean, cause see, I think he's seeing it like that because he's not allowing himself to 
get in tune with his emotion. You see what I'm saying? We're not emotional beings. More You're not often emotional not. beings. You're not. But that doesn't mean that you always have to, you know what I'm saying? Be like, oh, we're not emotional beings. And then that just be the reason why you don't go. You know what I'm saying? You can't always I understand. use that as an excuse. It's not, and it's not so much even an excuse. Yeah, yeah. Or it's the just, reasoning, It's I just guess. not our default. Or what y'all understand. See, y'all understand it as, oh, men not emotional. So that's what we got to be. Some people look at it like that. You know what I'm saying? When, but really, if you think to challenge that and be like, you know, who said that men can't be? Not over-emotional. Not because right. it is, you know. Right. You, it has to be balanced out. But, you know what I'm saying? Who's, who's Who said that y'all can't, you know, sometimes tap into that? And for those because, of you who are listening, oh, okay. go ahead, Cherish. Go well, ahead, I was God. just saying because, you know... It's a small thing to your woman, you mm-hmm. know, and it's, it, you know, it ties into her emotions. Mm-hmm. And so the guy who's looking at it as a big thing, because it may be an inconvenience, you know, he's just looking at it as that. But what he has to do is really approach it from understanding her emotion. And he has to tap in with his, with his emotion to understand mm-hmm. her emotion. Because you're trying to tap into it with reasoning versus emotion. Right. You see what I'm saying? So right. you have to tap into your emotion. So, and some of you may see that as a weakness, but if we can just like change that, then we can, we talk, can change that. We can talk on that. Yeah. And we can, and I'm glad that you, I'm glad you, you finished that out because I was about to say, ladies and gentlemen, we're not saying that niggas ain't emotional. Right. Because we show emotion. Like yeah. we, we get angry. We get upset. We are sad. We are happy. Like we, we're human beings, but we just don't project it. Often and you know, overtly, if I if I may, it's like we're. I'm not saying we internalize it, but we try to keep it to the minimum because we don't want to seem like we lashing out or we don't want to seem like oh we just targeting you with it. Because listen, if you if a man is only at working at home and everything outside is pissing him off and he come home, he don't want to blow up at you because you didn't do nothing. Yeah, yeah. So that's why men either go out, you know, do whatever activities they're doing because they got to get that energy out some type of way. Like, right. we know, a, a man knows, like, I'm not about to just go off on you. So I'm going to do this, you know. I got to do something yeah. else. Yeah. Or I just don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Like, it's, it's just different. Yeah, that, that but what's it to say? You know, like, can we talk about it later? You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, I really or just yeah. explain that. You know, like, you know what? I had a long day, babe. I really don't want to talk about it right now because I might mm-hmm. come off a little. Mm-hmm. So, let's come back to it later. Yeah, that's the way to go about it. Now, yeah. and even saying that, that sounds like something that a woman would say. But then I think that's just us still having that concept that you know what I'm saying. It has to be one way with women and one way with men. And granted, we will have... I can't wait for us to have that comment, like that book. I got a... Excuse me. I got that How to Have Crucial Conversations book. I'm so excited to talk about that one because, <laughs> again, it talks about examples of how we can actually have a dialogue. And I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but yeah. I, can, I can say yes, fellas. We do have to get to that place where we can effectively communicate. Some of us can. Some need more help than others. But it comes to like she's saying, like that communication of, all right, I'm not feeling I'm not feeling one hundred. I don't feel to talk about it. Let's talk about it later. Yeah. 
Oodoo. Like it's it's that easy, yeah. But in that moment, it 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 takes you having worked on it repetitively to be right. able to do it. Then because you can't, if that's not how you gonna practice it in your head, it's not gonna come out. It's not gonna be effective. It's not gonna work. Yeah. And you know we could subset like keep it under the mindset of a man. Our love isn't like y'all love. Go elaborate on elaborate. that. Elaborate. Yeah. All right. Like, I kind of understand, but... Go ahead. I want to I want to. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead, because my understanding is just, like, <sighs> basic. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, provider. Okay. It's not an emotional task. Right. If you are to provide, however your household set up, you are doing what needs to be done to make sure you're fulfilling that role. That's a by any means necessary ordeal, depending right. on how you Your live it. Right. But it's it's what you do to to make sure you're doing that. And if you are in a situation where you're faced, men, you're faced to having to pay everything, you gonna want to do that you're gonna if that's something that you set and i mean if that's not how you're living but you got your own quota to make the priority is getting that done so that can go like i said hand in hand with that tunnel vision yeah. i gotta make sure i'm getting this money yeah. or we getting evicted like what's the what's, got what's up got a family to feed gotta make sure we maintaining our standard of living yeah, you get tired. Yeah, you you. Of course, some men refuse, simply refuse, you know, to share the money in their pockets with their women, you know. So that's them. But we're not talking about those people. Mm-hmm. But if you, if your, if your primary objective is to provide for your family, then you at times are going to shut out all of the noise just to make sure you're providing, and you know. Sometimes I'm I can't speak on everybody man everybody household but you had those those dads like everybody hates Chris the man was working around the clock mm-hmm. came home to sleep yeah like three jobs right? exactly yeah. always gone but the objective was to provide for his family right what was your understanding um that that's what it kind of was mm-hmm. that's why i said it was kind of well that was well like it was basic but you elaborated on it so mm-hmm. that's what my understanding was when we first said it like you know he's probably going to be coming from the provider's you know point of view so um what i would say is when you was you know when you were talking what i started to think about was it seems like if you know when you're providing right mm-hmm. If you are at a level of, like, where you're very comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're making enough, you know what I'm saying, where you know that y'all going to be good. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Is it still necessary to draw out everything else? You know what I'm saying? Or is it more so you so zoned out because you haven't gotten to that level to be that comfortable where you can, you know what I'm saying, focus on other things. Because it seems like somebody who is in, like, not overdrive to say, but, you know, when you know it's like, okay, I got to make sure this is done, I got to make sure it's done, versus you having the mindset of, oh, okay, I know it's going to be taken care of. You know what I'm saying? 
Depends on like, the person. With the dad working at three jobs, where everybody hates Chris. You know, mm-hmm. maybe if he had one job where he had, you know, constant flow and he know he was making enough, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have had to work three jobs. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Then he would have had that time. Sure. So it seems like that mentality ties into, you know, when it's like you, like you said, you got to make sure that things is good versus if your mentality was, I know things are going to be good. Mm-hmm. Would you have, you know, is it still necessary to be like so zoned? Of course, everything is circumstantial because if yeah. you have, if you have someone who's a billionaire, right? Billionaire person. Even in that regard, he can, he can want more money. True. More money, more money, more money. Like, that's what, that's what his mind is locked into. Yeah. Or, same, same bracket. Or they know that they got money just sitting and they can fuck off most of it. They can attune to their family, just be with their family all the time. Going on these year round yacht trips and whatever. Like it's the it's the mindset of the person. Even if somebody who's um middle class, they could want to aspire to have more. Right. Or they could be satisfied with what they got. Right. It all depends on the person. And that's where that communication early on, what is your, like, are you that person that you are chasing the dollar? Or are you cool with being comfortable? Yeah. What person are you? Mm. I'm going wherever God takes me. <laughs> Honestly. I know that's right. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. I, I'm the type of person that I want to make sure, like I said on a, a past, I, I aspire to be able to keep the tradition of traveling as a kid. Like, my people had me traveling when I was young. So, yeah. when that time comes, I want them to be able to do the same, do the the same, same thing. that you had. Yeah. So, that's, that's cool for me. But, yeah. again, if I go higher than that, great. If, if I get there, great. If I don't. Uh, great, I guess, but you know, to God be the glory with it, and with me, I see, I see us. Yeah, we gonna be good. The glory is definitely gonna be here. Cause I also know, I also know, we ain't gonna be here long. Like it can all go, but you know, yeah. Facts. Oh my God. Our love is not like y'all love. We need to talk. Why do y'all do that? Um, why do we say we need to talk? Like, help me understand your question better. You got something going on, or you gotta, you want to have a conversation, whatever caliber. Like, yeah. Why jumpstart your Initiation with. We need to talk. Yes. Instead of just getting into it. Yeah, I got something to say. Yeah. Something like, <laughs> why? Um. I guess so. It can be, you know, so our thoughts can be gathered. <laughs> you know, at the time we can be make sure we got all our ducks in the room. We have the conversation. Then do you that know? before you. Before you, we hit you with the we yeah. need to talk. <laughs> no, no, don't even gotta let you know immediately. No, you, you know. Don't. Okay, something's going on. <laughs> but we'll talk about it later. I need to, you know. 
better send a gift with something, but, but I don't I know. Think, it's I so don't triggering. Think every woman is like that, though. Of course not. We can't. We can't say that. But yeah. that shit is so triggering. Yeah. It is like what we need to talk because and you're on the edge, yeah, like what does she need to talk about? It could be a a myriad of reasons you need to talk. What is it? <laughs> and. Even a even a man who doing right and I was about to say so why do you go into panic like that though like you know if you know it's nothing going on you be like oh, okay well we don't know what's going on with you <laughs> oh okay okay I what's see that up perspective yeah yeah like what do you what you got to tell me yeah okay now a person who doing dirt yeah that's that's a that's an internal thing right. but you know we guys who you know, are doing right, and you come. Let's talk about. We need to talk. What's going on? Yeah. Are you okay? Who died? Like, what's yeah. what's up? And me, I I really don't like. Like, I I'm so bad with. I'm so against that anti. We need to talk. Sometimes I forego pleasantries, and I just take somebody what I really was thinking. Like, yeah. Do you have such a no? Hey, nothing. Just yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> trying to get, just to the message. Get what is it? it? Right. But I just, I think I speak for all guys when we just abhor when women say. We need to talk. It would be the same way, though, if it was vice versa. If y'all hit us with the we need to talk, then we're going to be like. How often do we really say that, though? Like you said, each person's different. <laughs> it's not often, you know. It's not majority, I should say. I was about to say, we're, we as men are less likely to hit you with some. We need to talk. This is not Chris Brown. <laughs> Say goodbye. This ain't that. But yeah. I mean, it is some. It is some. We can't. We at those who live podcasts, we don't generalize everybody. We know and we see our sides, and some shit should just go without saying. But for those of you who are just one trite minded like that, we know. We're not trying to offend you. If you're not the caliber of person to say we need to talk, yeah. we are not trying to group you with everybody else. We acknowledge you. We just talk about the Miss, I come with what I need. Because <laughs> sometimes it. I get right into it. I don't always be like, we need to talk. I just be like, da 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 da. Da 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 da. <laughs> you know, so. But. Try this on for size. Be like, honey, look. Nothing is really wrong. I just want to tell somebody something. Some shit like that. All right. Baby, nothing really going on. I just need to say say this. Okay, what's up? Oh, we need to talk. It's nothing serious. But. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing serious, but... It's like adding that little suspense on that. Oh, my God. Like, it just it sends something through you. Like, we need to talk. No, we don't. No, we don't. But, nah. I understand and I appreciate the need to communicate. Right. And honestly, I feel like that's why check-ins with your with your significant other are, you know, important because that prevents we need to talk. Mm-hmm. All right. Talk to me. I'm right. coming to you already. So right. what's up? And you address whatever. And How often should you think check-ins should be? Is that something you should do daily? Or does it get, like, over too much? I honestly say, in just rational, like, I'm a rational person. Minimums, minimum about a week. Yeah. Week, week every two weeks, depending on how you feel. Yeah. So, we thinking, like, more so heart-to-heart check-ins. 
Whatever you want to, it's like a round table discussion. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is yeah. it? What's, yeah. What is something you would like to address? on your mind or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking my uncle, I know he always asks his wife, well, how you doing? But he asked her that like three times a day. And he really be wanting her to like go I be asking detail. April, you all right? <laughs> and I'm like, I know that get annoying. But she probably used to it by now. Yeah. But he's always sincere with it, you know. Yeah. Because you, know, you, you want to just make sure like. Ain't shit going on. Yeah. You good. Right. Right. <laughs> like, right. And I, I, I don't, And I guess that helps him to also avoid the we need to talk. Exactly. Huh. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want you to have to tell me that. April, you listening? I don't want you to have to have to tell me that. I want to make sure that you good. Really in the moment, because by the time we need to talk, <laughs> yeah, damage is done. <laughs> now it's damage control. I'm not a pro. I'm not a reactive person. Like, I try not to be reactive. I'm a very proactive thinker. Yeah. And I think that's the difference between proactive as opposed to overthinker. Like, I'm just... What's pertinent to this situation I'm trying to do. Right. You're trying to already get a grip on the situation before you have to react to it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now, here's where conversation gets sticky. <laughs> okay. We transitioning from the mindset of a man to why men do what they do. Okay. And I know the first thing most of y'all just thought. <laughs> why do men cheat? <laughs> yes. Why do men cheat? First of all, black men don't cheat. <laughs> Boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. Whatever. <laughs> Listen. Like I said, I'm happily married. I'm talking on proxy of men worldwide. It's a heavy burden, but I bear it well. <laughs> so look. And before I get into it, you got me on that last one. Check. Why do you think men cheat? Um, is, is there a direct answer for that Keep question? Keep it funky. Whatever you feel. <laughs> Is there really a direct answer for that question? We can say the majority again. Um, for those who cheat. For those who cheat. They they say, I would say, you know, they say that men cheat just off of, you know, the physical aspects of cheating. You know what I'm saying? They just want the pleasure. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I feel like some men... They cheat and then they like get into whole relationships with the women who they cheating with. And so it's like, was it really just, you know what I'm saying? You looking for pleasure or did you really, you know, go so, out seeking a whole, go out seeking a whole nother relationship. And it seems like that's kind of, I wouldn't say common, but it seems like that occurs more now in our, you know, generation. Yeah. I feel like in our generation, we have a met we. I wouldn't say men that are in tune with their emotions, but mm-hmm. they are emotional, more emotional now than, mm-hmm. you know, back in our parents' times, in our grandparents' times. So, you know, it's said that men cheat only for pleasure 
But, you know, I see it both ways, though. You know, I feel like it shouldn't be why do men cheat because women cheat, too. You know, mm-hmm. we know that. Black right. women don't cheat, but we know women. You know, we know women cheat. So it's like, is it really, should this, you know, should it really be why do men cheat and just why do people cheat? You know? Why do people cheat? Yeah. And I think it could just be led back to selfishness mm-hmm. and something else. You know, some damage maybe that ain't been healed or something. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's my spiel on how why men cheat. But why, what does the good act like a lady think like a man going to about it? Well, the funny thing is I didn't elaborate in my notes on that particular topic because okay. it could go so many different ways. Like I said, you, yeah. you, you hit the coin on the head, really. It's really a people thing. Yeah. Um, and we can take it all the way back, man. People were cheating because they could, because they was in a financial position to do so. Um, people cheated emotionally. Um, they fell away for somebody else and, yeah, mm-hmm. did that. Some do it purely out of lust. Right. They want to fulfill a they fantasy. Want, right, right. And they, they, they just, some people get bored. Mm-hmm. That monotony in the relationship. They wanted. They wanted something to spark their lives. And some people do it out of revenge. So they got hurt, and they want to hurt them back. Right. Right. There is a cornucopia of reasons why people cheat. Yeah. Are we saying any of these reasons are right? Absolutely not. Right. Right. Because all of those reasons, like we said, tie back into... Selfishness. Yeah, and lack of self-control at the end of the day. You know, no matter what the... Nothing yeah. about that is... We're not... And again, we don't... We're not condoning cheating. Like, that's not what this is. We're just elaborating on why they do it. Yeah. Why do they do it? Now, hopefully you listening... I hope you're not caught up in any type of foolishness where cheating is involved. I pray that we will rebuke any spirit of cheating in your relationship. Hopefully, you're not getting cheated on and vice versa. And I'm not planting any seeds, but I'm just saying. Right. People cheat every day. (laughs) People cheat every day. Like, I was watching the Carmichael show. First of all, that needs to come back on. Like, the Carmichael show, that was an awesome sitcom. Have you ever watched it? What was it? The Carmichael show. No. It's on Hulu. Go check that out. Okay. Um, but it was talking about cheating and Gerard put them in categories by tax bracket. Talk about people who don't make much money. Mm-hmm. Pretty faithful. <laughs> Those who, you know, 50 oh, to 100K, maybe think about it, but don't do it. Yeah. Those who are upward six figures, seven figures, definitely cheating. Yeah. <laughs> Those six figures and up. They know, and their wives know their mission just by name. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's just like second Whatever. nature. Whatever. When you get up there. So, everybody, it's, it's, it's circumstantial for sure. Don't, don't cheat. Just, because that, that trust, man. Like, how do you know that they're not cheating no more after you, they either tell you or you find out? Right. That trust is right. obliterated. It's not worth it. Break up with them before you cheat. Right, right. Married or not, break up with them before you cheat. Yes. 
Because that trust, like you said, once it's gone, you might as well just go ahead and... Stick a fork in it. Right. Facts. Because you can, you can try to convince yourself that, you know, okay, you know, we can make it work. But if you're, if it's not really mind over matter for you and you're not putting in that effort to forgive and move on, then, you know what I'm saying, that trust will never be repaired. So... And who wants to live like that? Right. Mm-hmm. It's not fun. Trust me, been there, done that. Just stay single. Right. <laughs> Facts. All right. So, why do men do what they do? The playbook. <laughs> How to win the game. This is where Megan Good character came in. Talk about that 90 day rule. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what you felt about that 90 day rule? Um, depending on the reasoning for the 90 day rule and her reasoning was because she wanted to get to know the person better or something like that right but can you really get to know a person 90 days mm-hmm. you know can you get to know a person in 10 years mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so the 90 day rule is cool I guess I respect it mm-hmm. but it's like is it really effective effective you know what I'm saying? Because the guy could pretend for those 90 days. Three months ain't nothing it to ain't a dude. Not, come on. Who really trying to get it? Three months is nothing to a dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? Folks will wait out months and years. Right. Sickos. To get whatever they... To get whatever they desire. Listen. Some people really do. You know? That's why I'm saying they're sick. So I feel like either you know, if you got it in your mind that you want to go there, then don't put... You know? When it happens, it happens. But to do... The 90-day rule for that, you know, for reasons that don't really amount to much. You know what I'm saying? I guess, yeah. I guess, <laughs> like, that 90-day rule really, like, it's only effective when you see how they react to it. True. So true. Cause you, you got, yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Because you do have some guys that will be like, oh, I ain't waiting. Nah, nah, nah. You know, and it's easy to go ahead and get them guys out of there. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, most guys are like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, in that way, I can't see the 90 day rule being effective. But then you do got those guys, like we said, who you can't get to know. The more sinister ones. Right. Who you can't get to know in that, you know, that amount of time. I feel like if you don't want to, you know, give it up, then don't. You know? You know? Don't put no time. If you don't want to give it up, then don't. Because then that's when you really will see, okay, you know, who's actually going to be worth it. You know what I'm saying? Don't put no time frame on it. Just let me know. If you're not doing it right now, then I'll let you know when I'm ready, you know. And then you really see who's sticking around. Go back to that episode, The Weight, man. With The Weight Not So Fast, that... That's what we talked about. Yeah. That celibacy, man. Just yeah. you, you do weed out. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like you, you weed out. Who real or who ain't? True. That is so true. Cause, like you said, when you put a timestamp on something, there ain't nothing for a person just to count down the days to mm-hmm. them to get it. Right. But right. If you're some people may you may scare some people away with it, but like you said. But if a man who understands. You know, the process of getting married and all of that. You're waiting until after all of that to get it. You really, you mm-hmm. really care. <laughs> right, right. You know, you really... You care. Was, right. <laughs> unless. Unless. Honorable mention. I don't know if y'all remember that show, The Imposters. You ain't never seen it? 
The Imposters. Sounds uh, familiar. Ah uh, man. So when did it come on? What network? It did come on Netflix. Oh, see. I'm not big on Netflix show. Man, I listen. Do, I need to do better. That was a hell of a, I think that man can put me on, but look, it was the girl who, and like she had like she was from France or something. Mm-hmm. Met dude, they didn't got married, house, all of that. This man go to get out the credit card, it's wiped out. He get home, everything wiped out. She gone. Like, she made a video telling him what was up. And, like... Like, that's how she left on it with the video? Yeah. Oh, cold. Like, bro, the show gets so Send wild. Send up once. Like, I'm just playing. <laughs> the show gets wild because they, you know, they, they get in deep. And it's a lot of people who done went through some shit. And she even did that to a couple other people. And they done linked up and tried to find her. All of that. Wow. So. Oh, she kind of sound like the, um, what was the guy that was, I think they had a Netflix special on him too. Who that? Um, oh, man. It was just, he got with so many different women. The Tinder Swindler? The Tinder Swindler. That's what I ain't it kind of sounds it. like. I ain't even watch it. Yeah. Because I felt like that was absurd. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's what she, that's what this woman sounds like. But it's crazy to, a time before social media like that. And, you know, you don't really, unless you could check them out before. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> they, people can go such an extensive time under one persona to get what they want. And yeah. that's, I think that's just really the message of it. So, 90 day rule, you know, be wary of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Be wary of it. Let, don't put a time on it, just, you know. Now, where you had Megan Good's character of 90 day rule, you had Taraji's character of the strong, independent, and lonely woman. I'm all for independence, I'm a feminist. I want y'all to be able, I want every, like, uh, yeah, race, but every <laughs> gender to be considered equal, you know, I, I don't, I don't, chivalry, of course, isn't yeah. dead with me, but, you know, treat her like a lady, you feel me, so, that strong, independent woman can also repel men, because you strong like that, you just feel like you exude that energy. I don't need y'all. F y'all. And the men see men see that. Yeah. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie to you. If you give off that energy that damned if I do, damned if I don't, and you just don't need Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you baby? Yeah, right, right. Um Yeah, that that mindset can sometimes be toxic. You know, because I feel like when men, you know, see a woman who has that mindset, I wouldn't say it scares them off, but it's like, you know, if you if you already coming off showing the men, because just like you said, men are providers, and that's mm-hmm. how y'all show y'all love for us, right? Mm-hmm. So if you already, because not all men are just looking for pleasure, you know what I'm saying? Some men right. are actually looking for a companion, you know, somebody to be there for, and somebody, you know, to have somebody to be there for him as well. Mm-hmm. Um... And so, you know, when a man, you know, sees a woman with that mindset, it's like, oh, well, you know, I can't even be, you know, what I need to be. And some people think it's, like, egotistical, but I feel like, in a sense, 
a man's ego needs to be fed because, but not over, you know, like I said, always about balance, right? But it needs to be fed because you guys have to have the confidence to know that we trust you to be our provider and we trust you to, you know, be the man, you know what I'm saying? So in a sense, you know, you know, we get caught up in like this ego thing, you know, men having these egos, but you know, I feel like ego ties into a man's confidence and you have to, you know, if your woman not make you feel like, you know, she's confident in you being her provider because she's like, oh, I got it. Then it's like, you know, that kind of makes you feel less of a man. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. So. Got around this way. He told me I got around this way. <laughs> I'll be honest and I, I, I am that person that wants to provide for her. Yeah. But if she tell me you that she got some, yeah, great. Yeah. We're married now, so hey, it is it is what it is. Yeah. But <laughs> but um, like if you if she if she tell me she got something, I'm gonna make sure. It's it depends on what it is. I'm not gonna. Yeah. It can't be like no mate, stupid important. I'm yeah. not gonna do that. But you know, let's just naturally out to eat. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You want to pay the bill? Cool. That's fine. And, yeah. you know, not going, like you said, it's balanced. Not going over. I'm not going to have her, not no mortgage type shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it talks about, it does talk about, like, when you're dating, and this ain't an all the time ordeal, but, like, when you dating, ladies, if he, if he want to take you out, don't, don't do that Dutch shit. Yeah. Don't. We'll go half nah. If he take if you out, like let him pay. It, yeah, right. Let him pay. Yeah. And I think I Carlos agree. Miller said it best. He they were like, Who should pay for a date? He said, Whoever I think that was Carlos who said, Whoever initiated. If she wanna take you out, yeah. shit. That's, right. That's a date. Right. I mean it's only right. I can't see myself asking a guy to go out and then not be expecting him to You'd pay. be surprised. <laughs> That's weird. You'd be surprised. <laughs> Man, let's go out. And I ain't, I, I'm not speaking on my wife, but yeah. I'm, I'm connected to a lot of people in the city. And, you know, I hear, you know, these type of, this type of talk. Yeah. And it's just baffling. Like, young ladies really just be expecting that. Doing that? Yeah. <laughs> Take me out. What? Let that man. Just the man. Yeah. Let that <laughs> man pick something and treat you. Right. You want to go out so bad, go out, go out by yourself. Yeah. He won't stop you, I promise. Yeah, I couldn't even... I feel like if I'm asking a guy to take me out, then I'm not kind of forcing him, in a sense. Because if he want to take me out, he'll take me out. That's real. <laughs> now, of course, if y'all have been together for some time, you can, you can make a comment about it. You know, we ain't been out in a while. Yeah. I, and a relationship is different, you know. But I feel like when you are not in a relationship and it's like you either trying to pursue this person and then it's just like you know if you're gonna pursue him take care of it if he's pursuing you like you said let him take care of it but in a relationship i feel like if you know the woman be like oh we want to go out then mm-hmm. are you really looking for her to pay for it maybe she's just saying we ain't been out in a while baby let's hang out now if it's like every week or she overdoing it where it's like oh she want to go out every day then it's like all right babe we going out a lot 
at your idea on my expense. That's <laughs> like I'm saying. One, it is it is circumstantial, but this is from a general perspective. Again, you can make the comment we ain't been out in a while. Okay, that's the that's the opening. Mm-hmm. Who's going to come up with an idea? If you say let's go out, okay. Who's still about to plan this? Because this is not. She's gonna plan it. Okay, so if she wants to take us out, then, madam, be prepared to pay. Yeah. And I and I ain't talking marriage, but I about to say in a marriage, you gotta, y'all money is the same. Right? Yeah, you might well just hang that up, y'all. Y'all know where that money's going. But like, if you just pursuing, and you not in no, you're not married because you are still single until you're married. Yes. Whoever whoever pitching the idea need to foot it. Yeah. That's just how I feel on the matter. I can understand. You. I I can understand that perspective. It's just how. That's just how I feel on the matter. Yeah. Now, in this new day and age, you know, not everybody's going to get that ring. Not everybody focused on getting married. Companionship is cool, and mm-hmm. that's the limit. Yep. But they don't want that to seem like that's, all it's, that's the level it's getting to. <laughs> and it's just going. And it all goes down to beliefs. What's your belief system? Do you feel like. What's your foundation? Mm-hmm. Where you come from? You know, yeah. Is it is it right for you to be married if you're sexually involved with a person, it, or are you cool to live your life however you choose? Right. I mean, it's it's all depends on the person. Now, here's the kicker, and I guess I should say this loudly for those in the back. Your man knows what he wants, though. Like he knows you want the. He knows what you want that ring like if you are in a committed relationship and you want to be with that person and you know you're dating and you made that known that's what you want he knows but it's going to take that time for you to for him to see if that's what he's going to do and honestly it don't take us long to see yeah but like we said earlier do you really know a person and it's always that risk. You kind of yeah. Take, yeah. It's it is a risk, and yeah. that's that's what most people, all people, need to realize. Right. It you're rolling the dice mm-hmm. because again, no matter how long you you know y'all been together, and you can trust the person, you know you feel like you know the person, mm-hmm. but you're still kind of taking a risk, like you said, because like dang, why you won't snap? <laughs> I thought I, I thought I knew you. I right. thought I knew I you. But it's it's but it's crazy though because we're always evolving. We as people, we're always evolving. Our belief systems, if we let them, can evolve. What we what we want, what we like, can evolve. How you let it, and it's just it just happens sometimes. And unfortunately, some people do grow apart. Some people don't maintain that spark or that love for the other person to want to stay married or to get married for that matter because yeah. people be ass hurt when they get like when they break up yeah right but you gotta realize sometimes that shit happens like it's it just it just wasn't meant to be mm-hmm. and we get caught up in the it, it what it was supposed to be 
So do you think with with you saying okay with us saying this, do you think how do you feel about getting married at a young age? I should say. I feel like it's more likely for a person to outgrow each other and a person to probably change when you get married younger versus if you get married down the line. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, because living your life is essential. Yeah. You got, I, I wholeheartedly agree, you got to live and learn yourself yeah, because before you commit to another people person. people experience is what changes them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, basically, we are made up of our experiences and things, you know, that we've gone through. And I feel like when you're young, you know, you really haven't experienced nothing yet. Unless so, you're so, unless your foundation is built on experiencing new things together. Right. Because, I mean. Getting through those things together. Because even, I can look at a couple of gross lovebirds who are still, you know, together and flourishing. You know, you, you got to have that partner that you know. Right. They, they're trying to evolve with you. They, they. That's the type of relationship you have. Not a, a stagnant person, not a boring person. Right. Because I mean, years gonna go by, but you need that person who's going to who adds that joy to your life. And you know, it just nobody knows the future because we be jaw dropping when people twenty plus years get a divorce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they only twenty twenty seven years old. They've been married for ten years. Like, you know, it's the ring. And let me tell you something. Don't don't wear that ring recklessly. You, what it, do you mean by that? Like, you got to know what you're stepping into before you get married. Oh, right, right. Like, you, you do have certain expectations on you now that you got to live by. Like, you, you can't. Be as free as you was right, right. when you before you was married. You, right. would, you do have somebody to Some answer to. Some people go into marriages and not have that understanding or that maturity yet, that's and that be that be getting me. Yeah, that's the downfall. They they get caught up in that wedding day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think just the idea of being with the person who you say you know you love, you want to be with that person, but that's just not enough to get married because you know you want to be with that person. I'll be honest. You you really don't. Know Are you ready the, to do right by that person for forever? For you know, <laughs> until your last breath, right. you are serving that person. Right. And that's why it was. That's why I was about to say like you really don't know love until after you had a kid. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you get married, hopefully. Thanks. That's so funny you say that because, dang, I don't want to get too personal. But it's just funny that you say that because, you know, that per- that companion person and a kid, you know, they can really provide, like, unconditional love for you. And, like, my grandparents, like, you know, they have been kind of like, you know, and no disrespect to my parents or whatever, but my grandparents raised me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, their love has been probably like the closest thing to God's love for me. You know what I'm saying? Like just unconditional for sure. And so like, you know, lately I have been praying because like when my granddad passed, I'm like, dang, you know, like I know granny, you know, everybody time comes. And so I just be thinking about, 
when she passed, it's just like that love, that unconditional love that I felt, like that I had physical on this earth, mm -hmm. you know, they'll both be gone. So I'm praying like, you know, God, please bless me with my husband and the child because that will be, that I'm going to need that. You know what I'm saying? Like when my grandma goes on. So I'm like, oh. We're going to, we're going and I, I feel that. Because I know she got to go one day. And, I you know, I shouldn't think like that, you know, of just, like, her passing away. But it's just, like, after my granddad passed, it's hard to not think about that. We're, we're, we're very transparent on this podcast. So, yeah. it, that's normal. Yeah. And we, we, we got to address what you just said. We have to. One, it's normal. Because, yes, after my mom passed. Yeah, one parent left. Yeah, all my parent, grandparents gone. Yeah. So, this it. And so, like I know, I'm not wishing him to an early grave, but I think about the fact that at some point that time is going to come. And yes, I'm married. But to address that key point that you said, that husband and that child isn't what you're going to need to yeah. get through that. Yeah. That's 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 a totally you and God situation. Yeah, and that's what I be thinking too. You know, I'm like, is that selfish of me to say that? You know, like, is that selfish towards God for me to say that? That's like you saying they're going to be your your rock yeah. through that transition. Right. <laughs> but who's gonna be? It's like I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's why you know. But it's like, and from what you just said. That was the perspective of, you know, you being the recipient of that love. Yeah. But peep, you being the transmitter yeah. of that love, that giver of love, yeah. that unconditional love. Because at after you get married, you're servicing that person. Right. Because you're you have to. Right. When you have a child, hopefully you're an attuned parent. You're servicing that baby and that child because right. you have to. You have a duty to that child, to that spouse. And it don't matter how you feeling. It don't matter if they done pissed you off. Yeah. You still got to be present and right. service that child. Right. My daddy say all the time, just because y'all argument don't mean y'all stop cooking for each other. Like, yeah. you can't, the day-to-day got to still run because it's bigger than your fleeting feelings. Because while you pissed off now, you're going to be overwhelmed with joy later on today. You know, it's it's like that. You got to look past the the feeling part of it. Right. You got to look, because love. It's not just the physical feeling part of it. Like, not at all. <laughs> it's really just like a small percentage of it, to be honest. Love is a weird word, because it means so much in one, right. one setting. Right. Love could be physical. It's what you do for the person. Yeah. But love is also mental. It's what you thought to do for that person. Yeah. Love is emotional because, you know, you love them. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Love is also spiritual. That what God has given us that we can feel, you know, lovely. <laughs> so, you know, pronoun. What's that love? Just something. Mm -hmm. You, you all these different facets of that four little word it's so powerful it's so powerful so yeah when it when it comes to women trying to get that ring i've already said it and this i didn't write this down but i'm gonna say it anyway 
Women, I already told y'all, it's not y'all business out to try to go out here finding no dude. It's not. It is that it's not your task in life. Your your objective on this good green planet <laughs> is not to set your sights on finding a dude. Right, right. Your duty is to be your best self. Love yourself. Have that relationship with God so that no man can sway you from your faith. Right. And from your relationship that you have with your father. Because, again, those people, people going to perish. Mm -hmm. Cherish. Yeah. <laughs> but God is going to remain. Right. And, you know, that's why it's important. Yeah, you can have your village around you to support you, but you got to have that. You got to know that. Then what God is sustaining. Even if you don't have that, that you know, you still will be sustained. Right. Ladies, be right. your best self. Right. That guy, and when you're your best self, yes. Yeah. The right guy going to try to come into your orbit and try to get get with you, but then you implement. You know what I find? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Off, but you know what I find challenging sometimes? When, like, sometimes, you know, I'm speaking with someone and they're just, like, expressing things to me. And they're saying, like, how they feel like they don't have nobody and they're lonely. Mm -hmm. But, you know, their faith may not be as strong. Not saying that they don't believe in God, but their faith not as strong. And just trying to, you know, tell them that, you know, you know, as long as you have God, you're good. Because it sounds, sometimes it sounds like it's cliche. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, sometimes it's challenging trying to really, like, you know, get somebody to understand that, you know. Because I understand that. I know that. You know, even if, you know, even when my grandmother does go on, you know what I'm saying? If I don't have, you know, that set in place, a family set in place, then I know that I'm going to still be good at the end of the day. But a lot of people don't understand that. But I guess it ties in, too, because they, their faith isn't, hasn't, not, you know, gotten that strong yet. They're not as spiritually mature as they could be because it yeah. does take you... Going through these situations for you to be able to appreciate it to that magnitude. And aunt, like, bro, how do you do that? How do you try to assist someone else to heighten their spiritual maturity? One, it's only so much you can do. Yeah, that's a fact. But you pray for them. You pray for that situation. And you... If you're willing, you share your testimony of how mm -hmm. you learned it. Right. Because you can't tell me you got a million dollars, but you don't tell me how you did it. Right. Like, what's, what's, what's that do yeah. for me? Why are you coming to tell me you got a million dollars? Right. And I don't. Thanks. <laughs> right. But when you but when you break it down and you get real personal with that person, then yeah, they may be able to see God's light in you, and that could propel them to believe that much more. This someone in real time, personal to me, someone I know that has gone through some possibly similar situation mm -hmm. and they're making it through how then they're going to hopefully be curious as to how you did that and might be there, inspired there you go yeah there you go yeah so yes ladies reach one, reach one. There you, that's <laughs> it and that's and that's just what this conversation is on too yeah. that's where we're having a dialogue about, you know, just, I don't, I ain't gonna say I, I ain't gonna say I like the title, but I think it's just so much as, you know, you're being that, that woman, but you're understanding the man's perspective. Right. 
I don't think Steve Harvey really meant like go out here and just be dude like no nah, just because in a not a, mm-hmm. my bad <laughs> in the movie right mm-hmm. that's how it starts off though it starts off with you know you thinking that everything he's saying is gonna be literal and then it kind of ties into you know what it don't work it actually don't work like that mm-hmm. you know at, you still have to be yourself as a woman at the end of the day and a man plays his role. And, un- yeah. and understand. Yeah. Understand. And like, with um, Taraji and Michael, Michael Ely character. Oh, she yeah. finally understood and appreciated his dream. Right. She ain't had that play the rule of all that extra shit. Like, she got to know him. Still was who she was, but understood, and even in my um, thing like a man too. She accepting office CEO I mean, or whatever. I saw thing like a man too. It was a good one. That's yeah. when they went to the Las Vegas. Okay. Watch that. Yeah. Watch that. But yeah, just to tie it all back to the ring, man. Like you, that guy, he knows if he's gonna marry you or not. But don't expect him to propose on your schedule. Right, All right. He he may have ducks in a row that he needs to handle. Yeah. Before he makes this, because once the ring is on, the countdown is down. Mm-hmm. It may not be right then, but y'all, somebody's starting to plan. If you're anything like my wife, probably already got a Pinterest board made prior <laughs> to the proposal. Right. <laughs> So now his time and resources to whatever portion of the wedding he'll be contributing to, that's what he, that again, that tunnel vision. He did the part. He proposed. He professed. Right. Now let's, let's get to it. So would you prefer, or I would say, do you think most men would prefer to not really have the conversation about when we're going to get married until they know well, you said men, they know when they know. But just like you say, you can tell a woman, oh, yeah, you know, I, I think I'll, you know, I think I can see us getting married. Then she's going to be like, okay, well, when? 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 You know what I'm saying? I think so a guy should. Most men, like, would avoid that conversation to avoid that? or One, I, I would hope that any guy who is actively dating is intentionally dating to marry. Right. That's how it should be. That's exactly how it should be. Like, if and you're courting world. someone, you are, you have all intents and purposes of marrying that person. Okay, cool. When you, when y'all first talking, really, you should lay down on the table anyway. I'm sitting down with my girlfriend at the time. Okay, we intentionally, I'm intentionally dating. Yeah. So she already should know he ain't in this for no foolishness. Mm-hmm. Should know. So fast forward. Dating. Everything's going nice. How many ever months, years, what have you. And that's another thing. Females get a little itchy after a few years, Mark. But, you know, especially if you are just meeting and haven't been lifelong partners. You shouldn't be getting iffy after a few years. Because if nothing else, he's helping you. Like, you're seeing how you're progressing through your life and seeing, honestly, if your paths are going to continue to merge. Because, hey, would you rather 
find a different opportunity or a different something before you get married or afterwards? Because now y'all together. Right. For real, for real. No, I'm not saying it needs to be decades that y'all dating. No. But, you know, take that time and then I don't feel like men should bring up marriage and stuff until he has that, okay, I, this is what I'm yeah. feeling. Right. This is what I'm, I want to do. Right. And actively have every intention of doing sooner than later. Yeah. And then, you know. What do you say for men who like... <laughs> They like go there, you know what I'm saying? Like with every woman who they, you know, who they come across, they're like, oh, you know, I'm gonna marry her. And then two weeks later, you see them broken up. And then the next woman, oh yeah, I'm gonna marry her. Cause you got some men who are serial proposers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you gotta pray for Douglas Brothers, man. Cause yeah. something, something ain't right with you that you, you gonna marry every female you see. Yeah. Nah. Something, something, right. something, yeah. <laughs> something's amiss with this one. Yeah, and the same can go for a woman, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm married this one. Mm-hmm. Keep the one. God said to me. Right. And fellas say the same thing, but I mean. Oh, you know what's a good thing when you said that God sent them? How do you know when God sent someone? At what point? From you, you know, just your opinion, because of course, you know. I feel like you know when when their presence is peaceful. When I feel like you feel like they're on the same mission again it's spiritual for me so like yeah. if you know that they have a certain relationship with god not so much as religion but have their own relationship with god and actively trying to be a good person nobody's perfect but right. trying to be a good person yeah actively trying is definitely key yeah you, you know that they they have all genuine intentions and they're you know their reputation precedes them because you do got to check that person out. Thanks. Yeah. Who, who we know that's mutual. Mm-hmm. You get, shout out to Paige because I know April talked to Paige um, when <laughs> I hopped in her DMs. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, thankfully, you know, I had a clean card. Yeah. So, you know, when all of these things check out, and they fit a good f- bit of your values and what you want to do, then yeah, I feel like it's a real strong possibility that you haven't sent for me. Yeah. I mean, again, from a woman's perspective, how do how do you know if a guy if God you know sent this guy? Yeah. Check the approach. Right. How did he approach you? Mm-hmm. How how is he how is he with his family how right you know again what's his reputation like right yeah all these things you got to be cognizant of 
go from there. Definitely so. And I think fitting your values weighs heavy. That's one that you pointed mm-hmm. out. That definitely weighs heavy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You definitely want to find somebody who fits your values mm-hmm. the most. You know? Because if they don't, then you're going to bump heads more often than not. Yeah. That's no fun. Right. And you may think that, you know, y'all bump heads about small things. You may, oh, you know, it's not, you know, it's nothing. But then when it comes down later in life and, you know, you have to resort to these values to make, like, crucial decisions. And then y'all can't because y'all got separate then. A scammer and a church goer can't go together. Right. That's so. Exactly right. That's for those who need the illustration. People who are polar opposites right. can't go together. Right. Now, I ain't talk about the type of people like off of Abbott Elementary. You know, I don't know if y'all watched that last episode. Where <laughs> I gotta the person, get back on there. I've her, watched up to like episode three. But y'all know what I'm talking about. That lady, um, Barbara had to get down on. I ain't talk about that type of church person. But, you know, a person who, who is attentive and who goes and who's active. That's what I mean. Like, you, you got to value up. See see where they are. And again, people evolve. So, just... It's all a risk. <laughs> it is all a risk. Yeah. Um, but, shoot. Act like a lady. Think like a man. What men really think about love, relationships, intimacy, and commitment. If you haven't read it... I... I suggest, I suggest you skim you through it. it. Yeah. yeah. I ain't saying you got to have it in your library, but just see what's in there. Yeah. To see see what's the thought process and, per, and the perspective of others. That's just knowledge is power. So just, just know that. You know, it talks about, the, you know, what drives men. You know, how our love isn't their love. You know, ladies, we get that understanding of how a man thinks as well, you know. That we need to talk. Oh my God. Just after this conversation, <laughs> you are I hope. Not a fan. <laughs> I am not a fan of that. Please stop it. Uh, you know, why men, what they do, do what they do. Why men do what they do. Why they cheat. You know, why people cheat. Like, Cherish coined it. Why mm-hmm. people cheat. Mm-hmm. You know, that 90 day rule, that strong, independent woman. How to, how to get that ring. It's. All, all of these things are subjective. Yeah. I say that it's how you feel, it's how you was raised, it's how you view love. Cause love has it's been perverted. It's been just Miss all types of abuse. You feel me? So you take this how you feel. <laughs> Hopefully, you know it piques your interest. Answered a couple questions you might have. And love has been misunderstood. Should Very much that? so. Yes. I'll drink that. Yes, definitely so. I feel like I was just, I learned something, too. Definitely misunderstood. Yes. Uh, if you are married, I mean, shoot. You had some married couples on there. <laughs> How? <laughs> I might watch that this weekend. Was it Kevin Hart and his lady married? Yes. <laughs> what was her name? Gail. 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 And, oh, and what was his name? My guy, my guy, my guy, the white guy. Oh, man. Ah, I know you're talking about. Dang, his name escapes me, but I know who I'm talking about. Nevertheless. He was married to him. Yes. So it's, 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 I liked it. Cherish, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. This was a cool call. You're going to have to come back. Yeah. Have to get you back, because 
I mean, this was one, but I know that we got a couple more that we can that we can, that we can hit on. Yeah. So like Most we definitely. like we said before we started recording, there's much more, much much more for us to talk about in this library. So, ladies and gentlemen, we thank y'all, thank y'all for coming through, catching the vibes, and being yes, ma'am. Yes, man. Yeah, she said she might. We gonna get these paintings off. If y'all ain't got y'all painting yet, get one. Oh, Seriously. Yeah, I know y'all been seeing these paintings, and I ain't begging, pleading, but these shit so hard, and I just want to make sure that everybody get a chance before to get one. Over. That and before I just stop, cause you know I'll have something different for season three. Oh. So, um, get these way more wavy paintings, man. Sixteen by twenty inch, twenty dollars. Anything up with twenty five. Now, if it's a substantially huge canvas, we're going to talk to this. <laughs> right. them, them is rather costly, but, you know, let's get to it. Um, but, again, thank y'all so much, and I'll see y'all on Friday. All right. Stay lit.